welcome in to the DFFL Podcast, your one-stop shop for all the happenings in the DFFL. Now, here's your hosts, James Wiley and Aaron Kelly. All right. Hello, everybody here with Aaron. I don't expect that we will have any guests today unless Aaron's got another little trick up his sleeve. So we have got a quick overview of last week's games, preview for next week's games, and then we'll bring in a new segment for you. And just to update you, a couple injuries. Carry on Johnson's out with a sprained MCL, so he'll be out one, two, maybe three weeks, who knows. Hopefully he comes back for the dusty old man that Wes is, and he can be productive for him, because he was a productive running back so far. Yeah, eh, whatever, injuries happen. What are you going to do? Sorry, Wes. <laughs> You're not going to get any sympathy from me. My whole fucking team has been injured all year, so, oh well. Yeah, um, I believe... And that's no shot at West, by the way. I just, if your player gets injured, oh, too fucking bad. <laughs> Alex Smith died. R.I.P. Alex Smith. I know he's a favorite player of yours. Sorry about that. Yep, he's done. See you next year. Now, it's weird. I think it was the same injury as Joe Theismann, same team. And Joe Theismann yeah. was at the game. It happened to be the 40th anniversary of that injury to Joe Theismann, I think. Can that yes, be true? I heard that too. That's Can pretty true, the 40th? And weird. Uh, I don't know the exact date, but... I guess it could be true. Um, it's kind of bizarre. Yeah, so... Anyway, um, I, I guess, guess it was the same same yard Howard. line and the same score. Howard got injured. Uh, oh, did but, he? But... They said he's okay, but he's getting a second opinion. Oh, okay. But who cares? Jameis Winston's throwing the ball now, so fuck it. Yeah. Um, that team is shambles. That team is a shithole, and it should fucking burn to the ground. Okay. So it was 1985, so 33rd anniversary, not 40th. Okay. So anyway, a couple injuries, and... Not much else to talk about news-wise, so we can actually get straight into the games. And the first game that we're going to talk about is So You're the Ass Man versus West the Dusty Old Man. This was one of the closest matchups of the week. Um, it's not officially finished as of this moment. However, it is finished because Wes is done at 116.9, whereas the Ass Man has 124.8 right now. Uh, with Patrick Mahomes yet to go. <laughs> so, just, I guess, players of note. You know, Philip Lindsay had another 24 points. Carryon Johnson had 16.7, but he's out now. So, we'll see how that goes for Wes. Still not getting any production out of that second wide receiver. Not much from Tariq Cohen. As far as Joey's team is concerned, Zach Ertz didn't produce much. And that was because they got routed by the Saints. And the other, the player I want to talk about on Joey's side is Adrian Peterson. How does the Alex Smith injury affect Adrian Peterson in your eyes? I mean, obviously, Colt McCoy is probably not as good as Alex Smith. So they could kind of zone in on Adrian Peterson and maybe stack the box. But, I mean, I think you might see a little drop-off. But... Um, 
you never know. Maybe maybe he just gets a few more like checkdowns or whatever. I don't know if that's really his forte, but uh, I think this is probably his last major week, but maybe like 10 to 12 points going forward is fine. I just think like, I don't know. I mean, Adrian Peterson, he, he's been fluctuating all year, right? So really it's going to come down to his matchups and obviously it hurts when your starting quarterback goes down because not that Alex Smith throws far or, you know, really opens a team up, but he manages the game well and pe- and teams still have to respect those small, quick throws so they can certainly look to you know zone in on adrian peterson and and kind of you know take away that part of the attack and force colt mccoy to throw which is definitely in my eyes going to hurt adrian peterson a little bit okay i mean you never know that's the thing with fantasy fantasy (laughs) but in general like you know you could make the argument, oh, well, Adrian Peterson's going to get more touches now, so his points are going to go up because they're going to rely on him. Or you can make the argument that you're making, which makes more sense, is, you know, there's a downgrade at quarterback, so it increases the defensive effort against Adrian Peterson, and so he goes down. Like you say, yeah. it's going to come to matchups. We'll see how it goes. The plus side is the defenses he's playing against are pretty bad, pretty poor, except for the championship week which he's playing tennessee which has actually been surprisingly good this year isn't that weird yeah didn't even think about that but yeah they're they're pretty good um but like the thing with that division is no one wants to win it and when no one wants to win it you get scrappy games so dallas philly game the the giants game i mean those could be games easily like 17 to 14 or 14 to you know, whatever, seven, and just no one produces. Yeah, so we'll see how that affects the ass man going forward. Maybe maybe Chubb is his guy now. I don't, I assume, maybe Chubb is his guy anyway. Maybe we're, this is all for naught, and Peterson's just an extra piece for him. Yeah, and that very well could be. I mean, Chubb has certainly proved that he can be a running back too, and, you know, <laughs> You just, I guess he's just got to play it by matchup, really. Yeah. All right. The next highest match as of this moment, being that there's still some very fantasy relevant players tonight in the Monday night game, is Cranman versus Tajab. Uh, taken down by Big Red and Tajab. Score was 113.2 to 76.4 at this point. It is unlikely that. Todd Gurley is going to put up the, let's see... He needs 40. 23. He actually actually needs... Yeah, he needs about 40, right? Yeah, he needs about 40. And that's with Zerline having like a four-point night. He needs... Yeah, yeah. and he's not playing a defense, so... And... I don't get that. I don't get how you cannot field a team, but what the fuck do I know? Yeah, I don't... I don't get it either. I don't know. Um, like, is that is that like not a rule? Can can people do that? Can they just not field positions? Well, I mean, we've discussed it off air, I guess, before, where I was like, I don't, my kicker's on by, but I don't want to use, I don't want to drop him, and I don't have anybody else worth dropping or defense or something. We've talked, we've talked about that. 
I don't know. It's a good question. It's not an official rule, I don't think. I mean, we that might be something we want to look into just because, like, hypothetical, let's say you're up by two points and you only have your defense to play, but let's say it's like someone playing Kansas City. You, sh- you should have to field a team, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of, that's kind of fucked up. Like, oh, I'm just going to win by setting my defense. Right. I mean, yeah. that's the risk you take. Like, you ha- you pick that defense, you have to play them. I mean, I guess not because, you know, on the flip side, people are going to argue, well, it only hurts me because, you know, if they do well, then I lose out on those points at the end of the year. But that's bullshit because very rarely does it ever come down to that. Yeah, nobody's close enough to in points for. Like, that's going to the tenth of a point makes it really ridiculously unlikely that you will be tied in points or it's going to be close enough that it really significantly matters. So, you know what? Screw it. Let's look up on the the Constitution right now. All right. The closest part of the Constitution that covers that is Section 1, A Gentleman's Game. This is under Article 2, Code of Ethics, and it is Point B... Collusive transactions occurs when one team makes moves to benefit another team without trying to improve his or her own team. Common examples of collusion include, but are not limited to, and then if you look at point four, it says intentionally setting a poor roster to intentionally knock someone out of playoffs with no benefit for one's own team. Kyle's not really gaining anything or losing anything by doing this, but it is significantly impacting you, I would say. Because I mean, in, in I mean if, if if fucking Todd Gurley goes off, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Todd Gurley, it's not unheard of that he gets thirty seven points. And in that process, you know, obviously Zerline's gonna get some points because of extra points and stuff, but that defense could offset those points from extra points for from Zerline. So that's something to be considered. I'm gonna reach out to Kyle see what his thought process is there right now and see if he can get back to us. All right. And maybe by the end of the podcast, we'll have an answer for you. Sweet. I'm not going to say I'm happy that James Conner failed this week, but I'm happy. (laughs) I'm just, I'm, I just want to like hit the reset button. And then like next year when he's like the man there and it's not Le'Veon Bell and he's not even in the question, then cool, James Conner run all over the place. But yeah. like, this is what I want to see from James Conner going forward. For the rest of this season? Yep. And then next season you don't care? No. Nah, fucking have 30 points. I don't care. Just be on my team. <laughs> Lamar Miller right back in our range. I like that. Yeah. Right? Or is he just out of it? No, I'm pretty sure he's out of it. Eight, eight to 12. He got 12.3. Whatever. Antonio Brown and Julio doing their thing. It was the middle of the third quarter, and all three of the Steelers had negative points total per Kyle's calculations. And then he you know, it. they blew up, and it was it was six was it sixteen nothing at one point? Yeah, I think wow. I believe so. I'm not entirely sure, but Jacksonville Jaguars are a mess, and they're garbage. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on there. It was sixteen nothing at one point, and then three straight touchdowns by the Steelers, pulled it out for them. See, now here's, again, I didn't want to, like, 
you know, I'm not going to toot my own horn or whatever, but Emmanuel Sanders not doing his thing without Demarius Thomas there. I'm just saying. That's true. 8.2 points is, he's had 7.1, 7.7, and 8.2 since the departure. No, I guess 7.7 and 8.2 since the departure of Demarius Thomas. Slightly concerning because, I mean, Kyle's wide receivers haven't been that good. It's like, this is the first week Doug Baldwin's been good, and this is really the first week that, okay, second week, that Larry Fitzgerald's actually been like, whoa. But, again, Larry Fitzgerald had two receptions and they were both touchdowns. That's never happening again. Yeah, that's that's rough. You know, he lost Cooper Cup. Yeah. He traded Keenan Allen in that trade to get Cooper Cup. You know, Mark Ingram making some noise. He's starting to get get going now. He's really in the in the thick of it now. Two twenty point weeks in a row. He could probably keep so what's going. Your, what's your take on Dalvin Cook though? I don't know. No clue. I mean, maybe it's just a good Bears defense at home playing Dalvin Cook playing away against a good Bears defense and an opponent. Uh, who is familiar with the team and with their concepts and stuff because they're a division team. Maybe maybe Green Bay will be another a better test next week. Yeah, I would I would think so. I mean obviously the Bears defense has something to do with it. Um that was the toughest matchup left on their schedule. I mean they got Green yeah. Bay, New England, Seattle, Miami, Detroit. Nothing serious. What did Murray do though? Nothing. Okay. So at least it's all around. Yeah. Yeah, he he maybe had like 1.5 points or something like that. And I think it might have been a couple more catches, and that's why like it was catches that got him points. And Cook fumbled, so really he had two point he should have had 2.5 points. That dude's got fumbleitis. So he's got two fumbles in four games. Does he? Yep. I'm not counting the game he got injured. So Right. All right. Moving on, the next highest scoring matchup as of this moment is Fondue Belly Button at Diddler on the Roof. And in this matchup, uh, Fondue is winning 91.3 to 78.9. He still has Kareem Hunt and Robert Woods left to go. The Diddler has Jared Goff left to go. Uh Nearly half of his points for the Diddler came from Saquon Barkley at 34.2. And most of Fondue's points came from T.Y. Hilton, who had 32. So both had a big score and then a bunch of single-digit scores. I'm telling you, what a pick. Freaking Andrew Luck. He's the only person in the world who would have drafted Andrew Luck. I drafted him in my other league. With high hopes? But at the point that I got him and the other quarterbacks left on the board, yep, I had he high just, hopes. He just drafted him because he was—he probably didn't even know he was injured. He was probably like, oh, Andrew Luck, I know that name. <laughs> What's he still Ooh. doing here? Wow. Yeah. Uh, um, Eric, wins, Eric wins again. Carry on Johnson out for four weeks. He's got Theo Riddick. <laughs> didn't even didn't even put that together. Yep. Yep. Uh did lose Alex Smith, so I'm wondering, you think Alex Smith leaves his roster or stays there? He stays. Yeah. Okay. So 
Alshon Jeffrey, another disappointing week at 5.3. Uh, that's three in a row under seven points. All of Philadelphia has been terrible. No, no one wants to win that division. Yeah, they are playing hot potato with that division. That, that's the worst division in football. I am thinking, who do you think is going to win the division? I don't care. They're losing first round. <laughs> I bet you I bet you Dallas will back into the playoffs now. Yeah. I bet I bet they are. I mean And you know what's gonna happen is um I'm I'm fairly certain Dallas plays Washington this week. And they will be obviously fighting for first place. And I believe it's at Dallas. Oh yeah, they have to. It's Thanksgiving, right? That's yep. a Thanksgiving special. Yep. Sweet. So yeah. Cowboys at home versus Redskins that would be taking first place. Mm-hmm. They would be tied uh, at six and five record, and obviously, obviously Dallas would have the head to head there. So it could be could be an interesting end to the season here. I mean, wow! The highest scoring team in that division is the Giants. They have the most points for. You mean Saquon Barkley? And, and Odell, yeah. I I have to say this quietly. It would be blasphemous if they made the playoffs. That team is shit. We'll see how it all plays out. It'll come down to the end for, for that division. You know, I guess, I mean, technically Saquon Barkley got five more points than Zeke. So at that position, it was an upgrade for Diddy. Um, but that... I don't think was ever the question in the trade. The trade question was probably the green piece where he got Allen Robinson and McCoy in exchange for, and Allen Robinson got 5.4 points. Calvin Ridley got 5.2. Diddy's receivers look a lot different now than they did a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, who'd he send you again? Green. Really, it was like a straight swap for running back and a downgrade at wide receiver so i think the i mean i think saquon is better than zeke but right i mean the i think looking at it it was you know zeke for saquon saquon's a little better so then that little extra from saquon and alan robinson and Lashawn mccoy for green who was injured with you know, an unknown return date, most likely the beginning of December is whatever they've been saying. We'll see. Um, I I mean, I like the idea of him trying to, his running back too is obviously sucks. So I get the idea of like getting McCoy and like, hey, he could be a steady running back too, but I'm not even sure he could be. But I guess you could depend on him more than Dion Lewis. But uh, whew, I don't know. I think I'd still rather have, uh, when you look at Thielen and or whatever his name is and, and Green. You're kind of and then Zeke. You're kind of like, oh, okay. But now you're just looking at Saquon and Thielen, and it's like, eh, all right. Yeah, we'll see. Um, all right. So Eric breaks his losing streak. Didler continues his. Losing streak now at the longest, nope, second longest probably, Rob, I'm sure, is is longer. And we'll actually find that out right now, no, not to spoil it, but the next highest scoring matchup is 
focused on the playoffs versus Carmelone FC. And this was a shit show. Yeah. And embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Marvin Jones Jr. was out and he was not out of Rob's lineup. And literally no second running back in. I suspect. But he picked up Ito Smith. Yeah, I think he thinks that they slot in automatically. But I've told him that they don't, so he can't feel bad. Um, And... I don't I mean, know. Maybe tough, if he but... plays, if he plays on another in another league in Yahoo, they slot in automatically when you pick him up, typically. So if he plays in another league, maybe that's why he's confusing it. Um, but let's be real. Ido Smith slots in, gets him an extra three point two points, and he's up to seventy three, seventy two point four. I mean, nothing to write home about Deshaun Jackson. Throw him in there. He's at 5.8 extra points, so, you know, he's looking at a 78 point, whatever, 78.2, and yeah, that's not a lot of points, but you tried, and that's the point. There is no try here. (laughs) This is, this, I know I'm going off the beaten path here, and whatever, we'll discuss it over summer, whatever. This is my point for a six-man playoff. We got guys in the playoffs still trying to get into the playoffs, and they're still not paying attention. So, whatever. Yeah, i i would be I would be beaten in that di- in that dispute right here from this week if this wasn't Rob. But you know. Every week, it's a remind Rob kind of thing. So this is more about the owner, less about the playoff situation for this owner. Um, in his in his playoff years, I was still, where he was making runs in the playoffs. I still had to remind him, "Hey, you got stuff going on." So <laughs> you know. Um, not much else to say about this. Kalo not getting much uh, production out of the quarterback position. That's probably the most notable thing on his yeah, side. He opted to sit Cousins and you know play Watson after they both flip flopped and really he's missed that. He struck out on them both, which sucks. But that's the way it goes, I guess. Yeah. Um... I mean, having. I mean, let's be real. If I knew that. You know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. So if I knew that I could still make the playoffs at two and eight, I would have, which should never happen probably, but it's possible this year, just the way it's fallen. Um, you know, then obviously I would have kept Leonard Fournette, but what a pick, what a trade for him. I mean, that's that's worked out wonderfully, and that obviously he's put up two twenty plus points over his last two starts, and it only looks like it's going to get. Better, so yeah. Maybe this, maybe this is Kalo's year. He's got two great wide receivers. He's got two great running backs. Um, it's just a matter of picking the right quarterback, and I mean, I guess three really good wide receivers because Juju Smith-Schuster's been good. So yeah, Alvin Kamara had 
one play to make his day. And it was so weird. Like, it was fourth and seven, and they were running the clock out. And they decided to go for it on fourth and seven. And it was a 37-yard touchdown pass. Like, that's 10.2 points that you take away from him. And he had 7.1 at that point. So without, like, that call, without saying, ah, it's fourth and seven, let's go for it, when it's 38-7. to seven. Like, they're winning 38-7. to seven. What, are you, what are you doing? Why are you in there? <laughs> and that's why, um, just so we're clear, uh, that's why I don't watch. I can't. It shit like that fucking drives me crazy because you're literally like watching your team win or lose off of stupid fucking plays like that. It just makes no sense to me. So anyone who's out there, like I'll catch bits and pieces, but I'm not sitting down to watch red zone or watch a game or unless Michelle's watching the giants and they just happen to be playing somebody that's on my team or the person I'm playing. But like, that's why I can't watch because it would just drive me fucking crazy. Right. Like, I mean, if I, it sounds crazy, but if you look back at week one, right, I lost by less than a point and Dalvin Cook fumbled. <laughs> so yeah. that would give me my third win. I would still, I would, I would be in the drive. Well, I'd still be one behind Cramner, but I'd still be in a good position. But knowing that it, it would just piss me off and, you know, it is what it is, but God, that's so, it's so stupid. It's just, it's just fucking stupid. Right. All right, so even talk. who's who's the other team in this? Oh, Kalo. Oh, we talked about this team. All right, I mean Trey Burton. What the? What's going on with that? Mm, the Bears. I mean, they are not great yet. Great enough to great enough for to feed multi, so many pieces and. You know, Mitch Trubisky's a young quarterback. You'd think he'd rely on his tight end. But he just, I don't know, he's not hes not that demanding piece. He's a good piece. He's a good player. But he's not a demand-the-ball type of player like a Kelsey or a Gronk or a Kittle type of person. They have other pieces. I mean, they have two running backs. They have, um, they have a couple young wide receivers that they like. They have... Allen Robinson, who's not, I wouldn't call him young. He's, he's more of a wide receiver one type. So they just, they have a lot of pieces to spread that ball around. I don't want to say this is obviously, hopefully, holy cow, hopefully, but you never know. This hopefully will not be the trend, but the bears outscored Matt Ryan. <laughs> the, bears? The, bears D, the bears D outscored Matt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> How stupid is that? Yeah. That's just that's just it. That's the shit that drives me crazy. Whatever. Guy's the second best quarterback in the league. Traded defense for him. And the guy puts up 13 points. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right. Let's get into that game. And that game was... Matchup of the week. And that matchup of the week was your podcast derby. You all picked a side, hopefully. And hopefully that side was mine at 130.2 points to focused on the onions, 
maybe maybe you didn't pick my side. I don't know. It's it's probably tough. You hate us both so much, and yet you listen to us every week. So, I mean, not much to say here. Kind of what you expect on my side. Bree's probably a little high. Zeke was high. Two weeks in a row, he's been high. Yeah, that shouldn't that shouldn't be happening. Why? Why? Yeah. Look at the rest of it. He should be seventeen to twenty points. Twenty nine to thirty three points. That's that's ridiculous. Okay. Just for argument's sake, this is. They now have Amari Cooper. Opens up that offense a little bit. I mean, it's it's something you've always said. You've never argued against Zeke's talent, you've just argued against their offense and how it was designed and how they had, they could get defenses to stock, stack the box against them. I mean, if you look up and down his yards, like, he's got one, two, three, four, see, four games this year, over 120 yards, uh, five above 100, and that doesn't even include uh, passing yards. Um, you know, he's got multiple 100-yard-plus games. And he's just starting to score a little bit more. He's He's got three touchdowns in the last two weeks. So, you know, that offense has opened up a little bit for for him. I guess you should have went with Kenny Galladay. I should have went with Kenny Galladay. But, and I said that beforehand. I said, I think I want to play Kenny Galladay over Joe Mixon. But I don't want any, any complaints or funny business uh, over funny business. So, well, it is what it is. Um Yet to yet to see how Brandon Cooks is going to do, so maybe he'll do better than that. Not that it matters. Over on your side, yeah, who cares? Classic case of players suck when they go to your team with Matt Ryan. Yeah, man, nah, fuck it. Wide receivers are terrible. It didn't even matter who I played. I should have just played fucking Demarius Thomas and Julian Edelman. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know. Aaron Jones know. is exciting, I though. Graham, I hope Graham Gano wakes up tomorrow morning and fucking stubs his toe and he breaks it. <laughs> On his kicking it. foot or his non-kicking foot? I don't give a fuck either foot. Both feet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kickers are just so unpredictable. And maybe that's why Kalo likes them. Uh, they are. And, I mean, eh, like, whatever. Like, if you pick a defense who's going up against a shitty team, that's something you can look at. You, there's tangible evidence of what's going to happen. You know, you have a bad offense, solid defense, they should put up more, solid points, they should put up more than solid points. You're playing, even in the case of Kyle, maybe he's like, okay, the Rams are playing the number one offense in the league, like, they're not going to do well. You have tangible evidence. With kickers, you have nothing. Nothing to go off of. Every single player on my team lost this week. Except for Demarius Thomas, who had one target, zero catches, for zero points. Except for Demarius. Okay. All right. How about that? Wow. Straight across the board. L yeah. L L L L L L L W. By week, at least I got that. L L L L. These guys suck. Now and these guys legitimately just fucking suck. Now, like, 
I started off the week with 24.8 points from Aaron Jones, and then, and then fucking Golden Tate is a piece of shit. Corey Davis, fuck you. Why'd I even pick you up, you fucking sack of shit? And Tevin Coleman and Matt Ryan, you just fucking go jerk each other off in the fucking bathroom, why don't you, before the game starts next time? <laughs> Maybe they did already. Fuck Maybe that's asshole. what happened. Um, that being said, if Fuck you look this at, team. I can't wait for this season to be over. If we look at your moves, all right, you know, the trade with me has, it, it, it was the right move, clearly. You know, you got Aaron Jones, you got Melvin Gordon, and you got O.J. Howard, who all had above 10 points. Gordon had 18.6, Aaron Jones had 24.8, like you said. And the pieces that you gave up. Cooper Cup, torn ACL, Dalvin Cook sucks, and David Johnson had a good game at fifteen point nine, um, but not clearly that was that's less than both of the running backs you got in return for him. Yep. So you know that that trade has been a win for you. Unfortunately, we can't put that win in the win column, but it was a win. Um, and you know. Here's to hoping you win out. What do you got next week? Nah, that ain't going to happen. All right. I got Matt Ryan and Tevin Coleman both playing against New Orleans. They're going to rock their shit. Uh, Matt Ryan and Tevin Coleman against New Orleans. Maybe. Maybe it's a shootout. We'll see. Let's, let's yeah, right. do this. Let's Just get like, into next week's matchups past, now. Wasn't this past week supposed to be a shootout? Against Dallas? No. Breeze and fucking Wentz. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's let's get into it. Let's talk next week. Since we were just talking about it, let's just jump right into your playoff match. Or sorry, that your matchup against Kayla, which I suppose is playoffs. You literally cannot lose going forward if you want to make it in. So you got yourself a matchup with Kalo. Now he's probably shaking in his boots. I know that's going to seem weird. And you're wondering, why the hell would he be scared of my team? My team fucking sucks. Because well, his kicker's on by. Exactly. His kicker is on a by. As is Tyree Kill. What the hell is going to happen? Um, he's going to have to pick up somebody. If I were you, I would go in and put a $0 bid. No, yeah, $0 bid on every single kicker. <laughs> and then he and can't drop, pick up a and drop, and drop everybody else on your team because they're not going to score anyway yeah <laughs> alright so for real though you got Deshaun Watson at Tennessee that's Monday night matchup it's a division matchup Matt Ryan and New Orleans This at New Orleans is the Thursday night matchup um, so well that's a loss right there yeah it's a loss, but that doesn't mean that you can't do well fantasy wise. He put when did Atlanta when did Atlanta get so bad? I don't know. He got I mean they're they're actually fucking bad. Well, they have a lot, a lot of starters injured on defense. And they didn't have a particularly great defense, but they had a functioning defense, and now they have a bad, bad defense. But Let's just look at it. Last time they played New Orleans, you know, 374, five touchdowns for 40 points. 
for Matt Ryan. So, you know, he he is capable of putting up against that defense. Was this this had to be before like New Orleans went off though, right? Yeah. I mean, it was a back and forth. But he's still New Orleans New Orleans defense is like out of control right now. Who do they play that they're they played the Eagles. That one was was pretty bad. Or pretty like pretty good effort for the defense. It was pretty bad by the Eagles. Bengals didn't have AJ Green. That changes their whole offense, really. So, I mean, I guess two weeks in a row, yeah, they've been crazy, but they gave up thirty five points to the Rams. They gave up twenty points to the Vikings. I wouldn't say that twenty three to the Ravens. They don't have any kind of offense. So the Rams game is something you're hoping for. That's what you kind of want. Even if the Eagles, or sorry, even if the Falcons lose, if they put up thirty five points, that means that there's probably something solid coming from Matt Ryan. So something similar to the first matchup they had that went to overtime. It was forty three to thirty seven. That's something that you might hope for, and that's that's exactly what you're hoping for. Hopefully, this is a good Thursday night game. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I'd take Matt Ryan, Kamara, and Gordon. Uh, That's a a toss-up. It's a toss-up. Arizona's not very good. Melvin Gordon could easily go up against them. Fournette against Buffalo and Jones against Minnesota. I'm taking Jones. I mean, they need to win. He's on two... Two games above 24 points. I mean, Leonard Fournette's doing pretty well, too, right now. But it's at Buffalo, you know, a warm-weather team going up into the bitter cold of northern New York. I'm taking I'm taking Aaron Jones. So then you got Tevin Coleman against Smith-Schuster. I guess you got to go Smith-Schuster. He gets Beckham versus whoever your number one is. Edelman, I guess, right? Yep. I mean, probably Beckham. Oh, definitely back on it. Um, <laughs> Question. I don't know who his other wide receiver will be. For, he's going to have to pick somebody up. I mean, I doubt he's going to go with Cobb, who's technically marked as out right now. Uh, maybe he maybe he drops Juju Smith-Schuster down, and then Alex Collins bumps up, or Matt Burita bumps up. In either case, that's looking much better for you i mean coleman versus either one of those i would take coleman probably and then it's really smith schuster versus Thomas. i'm picking out of a hat you're what i'm picking out of a hat okay for my last wide receiver <laughs> okay i'm folding three pieces of paper up and i'm putting devin funches demarius thomas and Corey davis in a hat not tate that's not Tate. Oh, I completely forgot I had that asshole. Okay, I guess I'll put four in. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? Um, and I'll just pick a name. All right. And then I like your tight end situation better, regardless of whether it's Howard or Hooper. Smart Money probably says howard but he is injured and i only say that because you don't want to have three atlanta players in if new orleans defense is really really hot right now you probably don't want three atlanta players in just in case that is the fact but howard's got to get his ankle checked out you might be forced to play hooper and then defense and I mean, I guess I can't even. It's not even safe to say Graham Gano versus no kicker because Gano 
clearly he sucks. In negatively. I'm dropping that motherfucker. Fuck um, that guy. So you can get rid of Fitzpatrick now. I mean, he's he's was benched again, and dude, those guys are fucking embarrassing. Like, yeah. who? You're a professional organization. You can't even find a fucking quarterback that can't throw three interceptions. Holy shit. Listen, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I think I could go into a fucking professional game and fucking not throw three interceptions because just don't throw the fucking ball. <laughs> All right. So we'll see who Kalo goes with at quarterback. I am. I, I want to believe. I want to believe. Are don't you, be a fucking. Idiot. Are you taking Kalo? Yeah, absolutely. That's a stupid question. All right. Uh. I'm taking you, man. Somebody's got to do it. I know you don't want it, but I'm taking you. It's not worth No, seriously, he's not. My team has... My only other win is coming in the last week of regular season. And that's against Rob? Yep. Don't be a hero. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all for naught anyway. Like, it's not like we're playing for money here in this this pick'em portion of the podcast. So just to update you there, it is 33 and 22 for Jim, 32 and 23 for Aaron. We were both uh, three and two this week. Aaron, after some coercing, took himself and he we both took Diddy. So that was his wrong games. And I took Kyle and Diddy. So, uh, we both picked Kalo, we both picked Joey, Aaron picked Kramer to beat Kyle, I picked me to beat Aaron. That's the differences in our matchups this past week. Uh, Thursday night, Aaron took Green Bay, I took Seattle, and that puts us both at 9-2. and two. Now, just to point out, I think next year, a little late to do it now, but the matchup of the week should be worth two points compared to the other ones. How does that sound to you? Ooh, that would be cool. Yeah, That'd just to make it more interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. So moving on, the next matchup we're going to talk about this coming week is the Dead Footballers at Tajab. Currently, the Dead Footballers are eight and three, and the Ta- and Tajab is seven and four. And oh, how did I get so lucky? Thank you, computer randomly generated schedule. I am facing Todd Job without Todd Gurley. Um, so I'm not really facing anybody, am I? Nope. And, uh, yeah, this without Todd Gurley, I think this team is going to struggle. So even with you missing Travis Kelsey and Brandon Cooks, uh, I'm still picking you. I don't think, you know... Mark Ingram will probably put up points, but I just don't have any belief in Dalvin Cook. Um, I don't have any belief in his wide receivers anymore. So, eh, what are you going to do? Yeah, this game is pretty... I I suppose it's relevant in that um, currently Kyle would be first in Dover, and I am tied for first in Wingdale, so I guess it's relevant for the seeding at the top of end of the playoff bracket. Um, but ultimately it's not that important, I guess, as we, as we look in 
to the playoffs in three weeks starting. Yeah, not much else to say about this game. I will I will take myself as well. So we'll both go with Jim. Moving on to the next matchup, uh, we have the dusty old man Wes and Carl Malone. Um, now, should we even pick this matchup or should we pick whether Rob sets his lineup or not? <laughs> um, I don't know because he's got Sony Mich- Sony Michelle back. Uh, he's got whatever. I <laughs> what is this team? I I don't know. Um, at least Gronk is supposed to play. Is he? I, yeah, I guess. Who knows? Yeah, Bill Belichick's a fucking cock. All right, so. Looking at their lineup, it'll be Aaron Rodgers versus Cam Newton, and it's—I mean, it's Cam. It's got to be Cam Newton, right? I don't know. I mean, at least Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's always going to be throwing. Um, Is he though? Aaron Jones doing pretty well. There's maybe there's new Aaron in town. Yeah, but he's still put up his last three games. He's still got nineteen, eighteen, and twenty-one. That's pretty yeah. damn good. I mean, yeah. not that Cam Newton has you know twenty-one, fourteen, twenty-four. I'm, yeah. I mean, I guess it's a toss-up, but Seattle's not. Oh, Seattle is pretty good against quarterbacks. The Vikings are not. I think I'm still gonna roll with Aaron Rodgers. All right, and then probably Duke Johnson at Tariq Cohen, and yep, that was a number one running back debate. Wow. No, that's really a number two running back debate, probably. Yeah, so let's say Sony Michelle against Tariq Cohen. Well, Sony Michelle, I would say Philip Lindsay is is Wes's number one guy. So I, I think it's Tariq versus Duke, and then Philip Lindsay against uh, Sony Michelle. Yeah, that's fine. I e- think either way, Tariq slice Cohen it. And Philip Lindsay are a coin toss, though. So. You think Philip Lindsay and who are coin toss? Tariq Cohen are coin toss on who's first and second running back. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I think Lindsay's a little bit more consistent, and maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> You're saying that uh, Howard either is, way, is banged think, up a little bit. Way, like, Sony Michelle is better than both of those two. And is he though? Those two are better than. Let me not say is he though. Is he fantasy better because he had three point one points the last time they played? He now has Rex Burkhead back to deal with. So now there's Rex Burkhead, there's Sony Michelle, there's James White, there's all these pieces. Gronk is back. Like, you never know with the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. I I mean, he's he was consistently good before his injury. Well, uh, whatever. This is, this is a shit show. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Um... So let's move on to the receivers. Usually you think, oh, man, these these are some bad running backs. Let's look at the receivers. They got to be good. Michael Thomas is good. He's a good guy. And that's about it. That's it. Uh, Cooper is doing better. Uh, but still had a bad week this week. Don't know what's up with Marvin Jones, whether he's going to be back or not. Sterling Shepard sucks. Um, 
tight ends, I'll take Gronk. Yeah, if he plays, which I think he will. You know, he's probably... Oh, I, I skipped Devontae Adams entirely. Devontae Adams is good. Oh, um, yeah, where is he? He's in the flex. Oh. So okay. Devontae Adams at Michael Thomas, you know, a little bit of a toss-up. I'm going to take Thomas because it's worse of a defense. And then it's Cooper over Shepard. And then... Where the flexes are. The flexes... (laughs) Probably going to be... Looking Frank Gore. Deshaun Jackson. It's got to be Deshaun Jackson. You would think so, but who knows. And then Wes's will be Kenyon Drake. Either Kenyon Drake... Or I guess it could be Derrick Henry. He's gotten three, four touchdowns in the last three weeks. Yeah, I don't. This is this is rough look, rough looking at. I, I, I get this is closer than it looks. I think so. Who are you taking? I mean, you're so, taking oh, West because you want and need West, right? Uh, no, I mean I took Cranmer last week, this week, and I needed Kyle to win. Cranmer um, has a solid team. These are two teams I wish I was playing the last two weeks. Yeah. Oh, well, one of them I am, but... Um, oh, my God. I'll just... I'll go with Wes, I guess, just on the fact that... I don't know. Rob won't set his lineup. I have no clue. <laughs> All right. I'll take Rob just because I want to make it interesting, and this looks like an opportunity that I could do that. So... Moving on to a matchup, we've got Diddler on the Roof, who is 6-5, versus taken down by Big Red, who's most likely 4-7, and seven. and um, looking at it, you got Jared Goff on a bye for the Diddler, which means he's probably going to have to play Matt Stafford against that scary Chicago defense. Not loving it's that. Staff- Stafford sucks. Yeah, not loving that. Yo, can we just talk about that real quick? Is Detroit just trying to throw their season in the can? Like, you get rid of your best wide receiver, and what what are you doing? Well, they're probably moving towards a New England-modeled system with Matt Patricia there. And they're not going to pay the wide receiver position. And Golden Tate had a hefty contract for a wide receiver, especially a slot wide receiver. So I anticipate that they're just going to be moving on um, to just another guy in there. So, like, Kenny Galladay is only going to be there till his rookie contract's up. Maybe they um, should move on from their quarterback. They could. But, you know, he's not he's making a lot of money. Um, he's got a big contract, but it's in that Brady range of contracts and Brady does not take significantly high contracts compared to other quarterbacks. So, you know, I mean, Uh, you think Stafford's the problem? He hasn't won. So fucking get out of here. Okay. Um, I mean, I would take, I would take Stafford for the Dolphins. Yeah, go for it. Would you take him for the 49ers? I'd rather have Garoppolo. Okay. But he's dead, so I guess I'd take him. 
Well, I'm just going into next year. If if you if, and by no means are they planning to get. Rid I don't of think Stafford. Stafford's bad, but like you haven't done anything. You haven't That's true. You haven't done anything to warrant having the contract you have. Yeah. I mean, neither is Jimmy Garoppolo, but oh my god, at least he has a future. Matt Stafford, you're you're done. How old is that guy? Thirty-three. Yeah, ish. I don't know. I'd be super pissed if I was a, a Detroit Lions fan. Whatever. Thank God I'm not. I just am a fan of a worse team. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's no way. Oh, he's only thirty. I'm just I'm just looking. at What? He's only thirty. Oh God. And I I kind of like Matt Stafford, but. You fucking do something, dude. Yeah. You could even do something with Megatron there. Who are you? I mean, statistically, he has. Like, he's he's usually one of the top quarterbacks. Um, Stats-wise, 5,000 passing yards, touchdowns, you know, whatever. He's usually in that top echelon of quarterbacks. Um, but the win column is not is not there. Diddy's not winning this game. You don't think so? No. Look at the matchups. He's not winning this game. Calvin Ridley against Julio Jones? Greg Olson against Jack Doyle? Come on. That shit ain't happening. Uh, Greg Olson and Jack Doyle are probably closer than... Look at his running back, too. Even if he plays LaShawn McCoy, still probably worse than Marlon Mack. I'm I'm getting no help here. This is this is a loss. I'm going with Mike. I'm going with Mike. That's that's a loss. Sorry, Diddy. You ain't winning <laughs> this week. Yeah, yeah. Probably gonna have to oh. also take Cranmer, but maybe that will make Cranmer lose. I mean, Cranmer has gone into weeks with a better matchup set than other players and come out on the bottom just people score against him just is what it is just kind of like your team doesn't score his team just it scores but everyone else scores more against them Ooh, i'd like to know i am the most scored against player in the league by the way it's not Cramner anymore yeah yeah that was before this week so it hasn't even added in your points against me okay so i am the least scored and the most scored against it's pretty impressive. Recipe for winning. Recipe for sucking my dick. <laughs> Wait, no, you aren't. Yeah, You're more than Cranmer, but Kalo has more points against him. Yeah, but who the fuck counts him? <laughs> okay. He is a, he's in the playoffs. Who gives a shit? Oh, okay. All right. Um, so, uh, we are both taking Cranman. You know what'll suck if I win this week, and so does Cranmer. That'll piss me off. Yeah. Fuck that. So is the play? Are the playoffs set if he wins? Yeah, they're done. Well, no, Rob. But what about yeah. Rob? If Rob wins this week too, then they're not done. Oh, if Rob win wins out and Cranmer wins out, who won between they, those two? They split. Split, but then it looks at. I think it. We'll look at it like one big matchup if that's the case. Yeah. So Rob lost by 10 and then won by 20. So I think Rob would make it in. Hmm. I think. Because I think it'll look at their points for and against and stuff just against each other. 
before it does anything else since they're in the same division. Not 100% on that. That'd be interesting. Although maybe not if you look, because if you look at standings right now, Rob is not ahead of Granmer, so maybe not. But okay, that leads us into our matchup of the week. And this week's matchup of the week is Eric versus Joey Mac, the ass man versus the fondue belly button. Yet another gross sounding matchup. So Eric has Robert Woods and Kareem Hunt on by. And Joey has Pat Mahomes on by, which means that he is going to put in his newly traded for piece, the Tom Brady versus the Jets. <laughs> so naturally, Brady's going to put up 40, right? Yep. And just a quick scan over these teams. I think I'm rolling with Joe Mack. I mean, yes, it's, it's hard to not just roll with Joe Mack on paper. Did you add the thirty free fantasy points that Eric gets? Yeah, I don't he's got think that. Hand, he's got a Eric, handicap. Eric's missing his best two players. He is, but James White comes in. Theo Riddick's now going to be a guy there because Carryon Johnson's out, and he's going to have to put in Kenny Stills, Chris Hogan, and then <laughs> and see who gets less. He's going to put Chris Hogan in, and Chris Hogan's going to get his game of the year. He's going to have three catches, 50 yards, and three touchdowns or something. Or maybe he'll get a touchdown like Mike Evans got a touchdown. How much would that have pissed you off if you were playing against him? Did you see Mike what Evans, happened there? Mike Evans going down. Yeah, Mike Evans is going downhill. Really? Yeah. Come on. He was shit when Winston was there, and he's going to be shit again when Winston's back. Oh. Uh, his touchdowns came from Winston, didn't they? Or his one touchdown? Don't be fooled. Okay. Don't be fooled. Jameis right. Winston sucks. Colin Kaepernick is better than Jameis Winston. I'm not even sure how the hell Jameis Winston still has a job. Well, he probably won't going forward after this. In um, Tampa Bay, that is. He might stay in Florida. He might go on over to the Jaguars. I mean, he's probably he's probably better than Blake Bortles. I don't know. Anyway, Andrew Luck is going to go off this weekend. T.Y. Hilton's going to have another 30-point game. Luck is going to have over 20. <laughs> Jeffrey against the Giants. You think he gets back on track? Um, Alshon Jeffrey could. I, I could see it. I just... Division games are weird. They're, I mean, he went off against them already, so I don't see why not. You know... It's Eric. This is what would happen, though. If if this happened and he beat Joey Mac, that would put me in that one seed. And then the one seed never wins. So it's possible. Maybe this is the year that Joey Mac and Eric wins here to knock Joey Mac out of the first seed. So that. Nah, well, you could go with Eric. I'm going with Joey Mac if you want. All right. I'm going to do it. We're going to make this interesting. We're going to make this week very different. We're going to have three differences. Joey. Eric locking it in. Thursday night matchup is... Oh my god, we got three Thursday games. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> totally forgot that. <laughs> do we just want to do the Thursday night, or do you want to do all three? No, all three. A little Thanksgiving special? Yeah. You, know what, they call, you know what they call three strikes in a row in bowling? 
Oh, I know what it is, but I'm going to let you say it. A turkey. A turkey. So we've got a turkey of matchups for you this Thanksgiving. (laughs) And the first one will be... Chicago and Detroit. Chicago and Detroit at... 1230. 1230. Who are you taking in that one? Uh, I'm not sure because it doesn't say who's where. Oh, it's Detroit. Detroit is home. I'm taking I'm taking Chicago. Don't let's not be silly. <sighs> All right. Um, Remember, you don't have to go opposite on this one. We got two other games to choose from. Yeah, I know. But, you know, those Lions, they play well. They want that turkey. They want that six-legged turkey from Madden. Oh, God. I'm going to go Lions. All right. So, Washington at Dallas. I'm taking Dallas. Yeah, me too. That's, I mean, without Alex Smith. If if Alex Smith was there, I might think about, you know, taking Washington. But it's, it's not happening without... Alex Smith. Yeah. All right. And the Thursday night matchup is the uh, Falcons at the Saints. What do you got? I'm going, I'm going Saints. Yeah, you have to. That team, they look like the best team in the NFL right now. Yeah. I'll go Saints as well. I know it doesn't really make it too interesting, but... We were just saying before, Atlanta is really not that good. Their defense is trash. They're going to get lit up. So that's what we got. All we right. Since then, you're going Detroit, and I'm going whoever they're playing, Chicago. All right, guys. So this week, we have a segment for you, and it is a little bit of a holiday special. So basically what's going to happen, Aaron, is I have all the fixings for a, a holiday Thanksgiving meal. And I'm going to give you a player that matches to each portion of that meal. And I got one player from every team involved. Fantastic. I love it. All right. So, you know, I'm going to start off the top. You know, the main portion of a Thanksgiving meal is obviously the turkey. And, you know, the main... uh, This is probably a pretty easy one. Grab a player from Kyle's team, and that's Gurley. Gurley is the centerpiece of Kyle's plate. And every one of our plates, he would be the centerpiece of all of our plates. He'd be that main staple portion of that meal that we build around then. Nice. So, so Gurley like was the turkey. All right. The next one was uh, mashed potatoes. All right. Mm. And so. A great, great scoop or 10 of mashed potatoes. Everyone loves mashed potatoes or 10 scoops of mashed potatoes. And speaking of 10 scoops of mashed potatoes, you want just a big, huge mountain of mashed potatoes on your plate. You do. And that big, huge mountain of mashed potatoes came from my team, and that's Kelsey. He is a mountain of a man, and you want to match your potatoes to his mountain size. (laughs) Okay. All right. The, The next part. Another staple on a Thanksgiving meal. Now, listen, I know that you're going to not like a bunch of these, and I have a feeling this is one of the things you don't like and you think is gross, but we have to remember that your palate for food is a lot different than the average person. 
You're what? Li- you're a little bit more pickier. Are you, saying, are you saying that turkey and potatoes isn't enough for Exa- everybody? Exactly. So, you know, you have a li- more limited palate. It is expanding as you get a little bit older. You get a little more adventurous. But I assume you hate this. This is stuffing. And, you know, stuffing is an essential piece of a Thanksgiving plate. And, you know, it's not flashy. It's not the flashiest portion of the meal. But it's a great... popular belief, I do like stuffing. Really? you would be the second person this week to figure that out. Interesting. That is it. I definitely assume that you didn't. Do you want to guess who the other person is? Michelle? Yep. (laughs) All right. So anyway, for the stuffing... I put, you know, stuffing's not flashy, it's not the most flashy portion of the the meal, but it is essential, and it is something that you need there, and that's Adam Thielen. Mm. Alright, he's gotta be there, he's a great portion, makes the meal complete, but, you know, you wouldn't expect, like, he's not that standout. He's not the the OBJ, he's not the Julio, he's not the Antonio Brown, but he's he's getting the job done. And he he just fills you up. He fills you up. Exactly. Put you over the top. top. Exactly. Now, uh, this next one comes from Halo's team. Okay. All right. And the the food is green bean casserole. Oh, I was going to say cranberry sauce. (laughs) (laughs) No, we'll get there. The the meal is, or the, the portion of the meal is green bean casserole. And that green bean casserole is Harrison Butker. Because nobody wants a kicker on their team. Nobody cares about a kicker on their team. Nobody wants a vegetable on their plate. But they have to have a vegetable on their plate. And that vegetable is the kicker, Harrison Butker. I love it. That's a (laughs) great, great um, analogy. Because literally no one but Kalo. Kalo takes all the green bean casserole because no one else wants it. Exactly. So the next part of the meal is the gravy. And that's what you put on top of everything just to make it just a little bit better. And so the gravy from our league came from Joey Max team and it's Nick Chubb because really? he, listen, he had every position solidly locked down except his running back number 2. And in the last 3 weeks Nick Chubb has turned it on. He's just the gravy that is on Joey Mack's meal, on his plate. He's making that a real sweet-looking roster if he can continue to do this. That, I would I would also say, like, the way that he was able to pick up Patrick Mahomes is the gravy right. for, for his season. Right, and I debated between those two. I had both of them written down. Um, but, I like, but Mahomes would be... For Joe Mac, Mahomes is the turkey, so it makes sense that that Chubb is the gravy. Yeah, I just you know I I chose Chubb because we've talked about Mahomes so much, so you know I went I just decided to go a different route with Chubb. All right, now so you got this staple meal made so far. You need some dinner roll with butter on it. Mm. All mm. right. And the roll with butter here came from Eric's team, and that's Kareem Hunt. Okay. Because he is Eric's bread and butter. Pun totally intended. I mean, that's that's what makes Aaron's, 
Eric's team compete each week. You know, that's the thing that he can rely on. So, uh, really, really, the, the role is uh, Kareem Hunt, and then that little butter that he's adding to it is, is really probably James White. <laughs> yeah, just make it a little yeah. better, you know? Yeah, and and really, everyone can appreciate a good roll, but, oh, a nice toasted roll with some warm, melted butter. Oh. Yeah, yeah. All right, so now this one, I don't know what to call it. Some people call it sweet potatoes with marshmallows. Some people call it yams, marshmallows. Yeah. Yeah. Roll with me. Roll with me. So that reaction is kind of part of this. Nobody likes their marshmallow yams or their marshmallow sweet potatoes. No, they're disgusting, so I'm hoping it's Le'Veon Bell. It's not. I took a player from Wes's team. Okay. And that's Lindsay. You don't like starting Lindsay. You don't feel comfortable starting Lindsay, but you take a little taste of it, and it's a little sweet every time you do it. All right, he's been he's been producing for Wes, but it's not somebody like you know, it's not a stud running back that you like to start every week. But that those marshmallows make it a little sweet for you. Ugh. Okay, I I get it. I just yeah. I listen. I don't like I don't like sweet potatoes either, but I'm assuming they're sweet. And the marshmallows I know are sweet, so you don't like to you don't like to put Philip Lindsay out there, but there's a little sweetness when you do eat it. Fair enough, fair enough. Alright, the next one is cranberry sauce. And that is Le'Veon Bell. Because yeah. nobody in the world wants Le'Ve- wants cranberry sauce. But cranberry sauce has to be on the table for Thanksgiving. And Rob is going to take that cranberry sauce. He's going to keep it on his t- on his plate, on his roster the whole rest of the season. <laughs> he ain't going to touch it. He's not going to use it. Not going to eat it. But it's going to be He's there. Just going to scrape it off into the garbage. Yep. Scrape <laughs> it on off. All right. So, you know, the meal's great and all. But nice little dessert has to happen a little after. I'm not a big pie person. Are you a big pie person? No, I hate warm fruit. Yeah, okay. So, anyway, we're going to go with pie because I know people do like pie. Pumpkin pie and pecan pie. These are interchangeable, but these are both, you know, pies that that happen for Thanksgiving. Uh, So... The two players come from two different teams. They come from your team, and they come from Cranmer's team. They're, they're interchangeable. Uh, and in this in this case here, pie translates to Jones. And pumpkin pie is Aaron Jones, and pecan pie is Julio Jones, because both of these players have kicked it on and turned it up at the end of this meal we're having here, and they are like the dessert for this season. They've been playing extremely well at the end of the season, scoring touchdowns, getting yards, doing everything they got to do. I like that analogy. That's a good one. They are certainly the, yes, the pies of the, I, well, I guess what you could call the dinner. Um, what, who would, who would be like the, who started the year off hot and just really sucked? Who would be the, what comes before the meal? Um, appetizers. 
Yeah, I guess like the appetizers. The cheese and crackers? Yeah. Yep. All right. The charcuterie board for you bougie people out there. <laughs> uh, sure. The I'm clearly not bougie. The <laughs> the mini hot dogs wrapped in uh, biscuits and the pink yep. blanket? Yeah. Uh, um, all right. So maybe somebody like Fitzpatrick? Yes, that's a good one. That's a good Fitz, one. Fitzpatrick would be the cheese and crackers. Um, yep. Maybe uh, a Jared Cook. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's starting to yeah. Oh, you know what? I've got another one to add to that. This, is, uh, this isn't really a, a Thanksgiving treat per se, but do you know, like, you unwrap a chocolate and you're about to eat it, and it's that weird orange-tasting chocolate? Yeah. And it just tastes like crap. Yeah, it like, ruins your whole day. Like, you're excited because you're like, oh, I just got some chocolate. Sweet. Oh, it's candy. Yeah, that's that's Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's him this season. Okay. Yep. All right, and obviously, this one was just so obvious. If you don't like pie, maybe you like a little of this for dessert because it's a little sweet, too, I think. Kettle corn. George Did Kettle. Did you just say kittle corn? I did. <laughs> what the hell? A little bit of kittle corn for you. <laughs> I like it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed that. Um, I would also say that Gronkowski comes along with the orange-tasting chocolate. Because yeah. you're kind of like, ooh, and then you're kind of like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, let's, let's wrap this up with, you need to wash it all down with a nice drink. We're going to assume it's a beer, whatever your favorite beer is. So who would be your beer? Who would be who the just, beer? Who just, who just quenches your thirst after you've been you know, taking in this whole meal? Um, probably, you know, it's gotta be one of those top running backs, like a Kamara or a... Or a Saquon, or a, you know, one of those was, guys who hasn't been picked, probably. I was gonna say Saquon myself because you're just you're like, oh man, that meal, I'm so full, oh my god, and then you just wash it down with a nice beverage, like a Saquon barley. Oh my god, it never ends. Kittle <laughs> corn and Saquon barley. <laughs> it just it's just so refreshing. Now. Now, I would say, like, so after you eat your meal, you get tired, you take a snooze. So who are you snoozing on? Who's, who's the snoozer in this in this place? Ooh, who's somebody that's going to go cold? Yep. Ah, um, I'm going to say, I guess it can't be, well, it kind of could be, I guess. All that tryptophan that's in that turkey that makes you go to sleep. A little bit of Todd Gurley, maybe. Oh! Lock okay. it in. They lock it in that that playoff spot and just kind of coast. Okay, and then so right before you start to fall asleep, usually you're digesting and you just get that awesome burp, and you're just like, "That felt so good." So who who is that? Who are you? Like, I can't wait to see what happens right before I fall asleep. This is gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, <laughs> maybe, uh... I feel like Jared Goff, because you're kind of like, you're not really expecting it, and he just came out of nowhere, and then you're just like, wow, that was actually really good. Yeah, so that, that, yeah, that Jared Goff, you're like, oh, maybe you're thinking the same thing, like you're about to go to sleep, but, oh, you're not done yet. Burp. And that he just blows up at the end of the in the playoffs in the fantasy yeah. playoffs. Yeah, I like that. All right, cool. And uh, last but not least, you can't forget everyone intakes gravy except me. I don't like gravy, but um, you know, gravy makes you shit. <laughs> so you're you're to be fair, you're probably looking forward to it. So, so this would be an interesting one. Like, you're sitting down and you're getting ready to take a nice dump. And, like, you're like, oh, man, I love this. This is my favorite part of the day. And, you know, who who would be your perfect dump? <laughs> All right, so... I'm going to say Kamara. Because you're like, this is awesome. I know this is going to be great. This is the best. All right, so then we're we're looking at it from a positive light. Yeah, because you're oh come on, dude. The only time listen, you could flip the coin and say, okay, let's not look at it from a positive. You go to wipe, and it's a forever wipe. It's like it's like there's a brown marker stuck up your ass, and it just won't stop going. Okay, so the forever wipe for me. This is somebody I've been saying is gonna shut down the whole time, and just keeps going, keeps going, and that it. Well, actually. So, all right, the forever wipe for me is Adrian Peterson. Okay. Because he just won't <laughs> stop. Like, he just keeps going. Yeah. Uh, probably the NFL's forever wipe is Frank Gore, though. <laughs> and and the one, and this year particularly, Larry Fitzgerald is the floater that just won't go down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> made a, he's reemerged into someone new, apparently, over the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, this was a great... Thanksgiving meal, before we cut it out, what's your favorite part of the, the Thanksgiving meal? Uh, mashed potatoes, for sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm, I'm a stuffing guy, because, you know, I have mashed potatoes throughout the year. I don't have stuffing all year long, so stuffing is, is my go-to. You're a liar. I'll give you a stuffing. Brandon's going to get jealous. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, this is great. Everybody, have a fantastic Thanksgiving. Be well. I'm thankful to be the, the commissioner for all of you. This is a fantastic league and all that other mushy crap. Nice. I'll be thankful for uh, not winning the onion. Ah, fingers crossed for you. I can't imagine anyone who gets it is going to want to put it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Except Rob might prominently display it. I, I might get rid of whatever TV he has and put it the, there in place of it. The biggest concern, if it goes to Rob's house, is his cat. Because which will add a little character to it. Maybe it turns into a scratching post. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Catch you later, everybody. See you later, everybody. Good luck. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the DFFL Podcast. For more information on the DFFL, head on over to DoverFFL.Weebly.com.